0: Alright, here we go. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Badwan and welcome to a new Rise to Invent podcast. Today I will be talking about artificial intelligence in education. Now, you probably have heard about AI, you know, in movies, in documentaries. You probably watched a science fiction film about AI and so on and so on. To be honest with you guys, for me as an educator, I have mixed feelings. Towards artificial intelligence, on one hand, I feel excited towards seeing more AI applications in classrooms, in, in you know using it for, for different admin reasons, and so on. On the other hand, sometimes I think this might replace teachers' jobs. I mean, even about almost a year ago, you know I was having an honest conversation with my students and I remember one of my students asked me this question, "Do you believe?" we are going to see robots replacing human beings, replacing teachers um, in classrooms. So I'll give you an example. So imagine you are living in this world where you go to your class, and then instead of a real person, a human being enters the classroom, you are going to see a robot that looks very similar to a human being, talks like a human being, acts like a human being, Um, smiles at you or or could be upset maybe because students are talking or they're not paying attention and so on. I mean, would you be okay with this kind of future? Or do you have a different opinion about this? Like, do you still need the human touch? You know, do you still need this human um, connection, you know, like with teachers? Or it depends basically what kind of a person are you? Maybe you're the kind of person you prefer to um, maybe just receive knowledge and, and that's it. However, some other people, they prefer to not only just receive knowledge, but they want to receive some kind of, they want to develop their personality, their mentality. They want to develop their confidence, you know, and, and they would like teachers help, you know, in this process. It really depends, you know, on, on what students need nowadays and, of course, in the future. Um, but that's what I'm going to be talking about today. You know, like, are you are you going to be okay with seeing robots in the classroom? Instead of uh, human beings, instead of teachers, is AI going to be a threat to teaching jobs basically nowadays, or is it going to be something useful? Listen, we, we have to be honest about something. AI is infiltrating the whole world. And to be more specific, it's infiltrating the education world. Um, For me as an educator, I see a lot of AI applications that are being used Um, nowadays you know when it comes to grading when it comes to solving problems and so on and so on and sometimes I do think about you know my role as a teacher what's going to happen to my job you know like am I going to maybe improve the way I teach or am I going to you know improve my knowledge because you know AI is going to be so powerful like I won't be able to have the same amount of knowledge such as artificial intelligence or an AI system or software. You know, human beings takes more time to to learn about something new. You know, they research, they, they read, they write, they read different theories, books, papers, articles, you name it. But when it comes to an AI, you ask it to write something and it's going to go ahead and write it. So sometimes I think what's going to, how is like, is the like will the role of teachers change in the future or i don't know i mean maybe maybe ai will be just per, you know something like a personal assistant that will enhance and empower and improve teachers role so i do think about this as an educator to be honest with you i prefer to have some kind of a blend a mix between using ai applications and at the same time the human connection the human touch i'll give you an example so i prefer to interact with my students and talk to them about my experience or previous experience maybe something related to innovation or or computer science or entrepreneurship and at the same time maybe ask ai to generate this piece of information or to look for something that can assist me that can help me to explain things in a better way to my students i mean i don't mind the blend between an AI and, and teachers, I think that is a good practice, and I do believe this will improve um, our education, uh, the education industry. Before I get into the details, I would like to share with you some uh, facts here. So based on the AI or Artificial Intelligence Index 2022 annual report, um, this is a report published by Stanford's Stanford Institute for Human-Centered AI by Stanford University and it was published in 2022. But according to the report from 2010 to 2021, the collaboration between educational and nonprofit organizations produced the highest number of AI publications. So you would definitely find a lot of collaboration between universities Uh, Private organizations, also universities and non-profit organizations, and so on, in order to create new AI type of research. uh, You know, maybe creating a new AI system or AI software, and and you know, and so on and so on. So universities are heavily involved in artificial intelligence, and you see this in so many different countries, such as the United States, um, in the UK, in Canada, in India, um, in Japan, in South Korea, and so on. So AI, as I previously said, is infiltrating the education world. You find researchers; they publish about it. Teachers; they want to use AI in their classes. Students; they want to use more AI. I mean, if I can, if I can show you a way how to do things, you know, like in in a faster way, or if you can do things in a much more effective way, would you would you want to do it in a much more effective way? Of course, the answer is going to be yes. So if I if I tell you, for example, Um, instead of, let's say you are someone who's applying for jobs, all right? And you know, when it comes to applying for jobs, you know, I mean, come on, we all hate writing cover letters, especially the kind of jobs that, uh, you know, the kind of, you know, job applications that ask you to write a cover letter that is about a page or two pages. It depends. If it's an academic job, maybe it could be up to three pages cover letter. If I tell you, There is a better way. Well, I wouldn't say a better way, but there's a faster way. Now, faster way doesn't mean a better way, by the way. So if there's a faster way to write this cover letter, would you take it? Probably yes. Probably you'll be like, yeah, sure. Show me a faster way to write my cover letter. And then maybe I can modify here and there, tweak a little bit, edit a little bit here and there. And there you go. I have a really good cover letter. Of course, I mean, most people would choose this option because nowadays people, they always want to choose the convenient way and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But as I said, if if someone chooses, you know, the the fastest way to do something, it does not mean it's the best way because sometimes we also need to take our time when we are building something or creating something. Like let's say, you know, we are creating a new technology. We're not gonna, like, I can ask an AI to build a new technology or to code something. Um, yeah, sure, it can go ahead and do this. But, you know, w- what happened to thinking outside the box? What happened to innovation? Uh, we still need, you know, these types of elements that only a human being can um, use and and apply. So that's why, um, you know, like th- we need to have some kind of a blend, you know, a, a mix between human practices and computer ai practices but getting back to the point so yes there is definitely a collaboration between educational institutes and nonprofit and private organizations in in so so many different areas all right so that's a, that's um between the year 2010 and 2021 and this is according to the ai index published by the stanford institute for human centered ai by stanford university now Jumping to the next report, this is pretty interesting actually. Um so according to the UNESCO report, honestly when I saw this, I was I was a little bit surprised. I didn't really expect that. So according to the UNESCO report, AI education is expected to be worth 6 billion US dollars by the year 2024. Like can you imagine, you know 6 billion US dollars? That's that's a lot. And you know, we see a lot of different AI applications that are that are being already used in, in so many different classrooms, that, not just in universities, but even in schools, you know, high school, middle school, you name it. So there's a lot of investment going on when it comes to artificial intelligence and education. So, yes, AI education, according to the UNESCO report, is expected to be worth six billion US dollars by 2024. Um, in that report, there's something that actually caught my um attention and there's a um, a section of the report and that's on page 18 of the UNESCO report and the title it's the title of this page it says the use of AI to empower teachers and enhance teaching now when i read this page ob- obviously by the way this is a really big report so if you are interested in in reading more um you know about this report you can google it yourself you just write UNESCO report um unesco report ai in education or ai education you will definitely find it so here the title it says the use of ai to empower teachers and enhance teaching when i read this i started thinking to myself hmm you know what in the beginning some you know i was hesitant. like i didn't i didn't know what to think about using artificial intelligence in education or using artificial intelligence when it comes to teaching. So for me as an educator, usually I talk to 100, 150 students uh, or 70 students or 80 students, just me, you know, using a microphone, talking to them and that's it. But when it comes to AI, sometimes I think, okay, so how will AI help me to teach my students? (laughs) At one point, I feel a little bit insulted as an educator because I'm like, "Oh, so does an AI know better than me you know when it comes to teaching my students?" But of course, you know, rethinking about it again and again, and I started seeing the benefits of using artificial intelligence that can really you know that can actually empower teachers and enhance teaching. so um in this report, there are several lines or paragraphs that caught my attention. so the first thing uh in this so one of one of the things that they wrote in this report is they um mentioned how artificial intelligence can help teachers to um you know facilitate or organize uh forum uh meetings or online meetings or online teaching and so on i'll give you an example i remember during the lockdown and this was uh way back in 2020 i remember i had probably around 70 to 75 students maybe around that maybe 70 75 students yeah so i was teaching um and i remember a student will jump in and unmute his or her mic and will start asking questions about something that was taught maybe 2 weeks ago or 3 weeks ago something like that um this will start confusing students and of course what i usually do is i ask politely i ask my student can you please wait until the end of the session and then I'll give you some time to ask me questions um every time I'm uh, every time I'm going to let a student interrupt you know the discussion the teaching or someone will jump in to tell that student no you're wrong i think innovation the definition of innovation is this isn't that and then a, a fourth or fifth student will jump in and will defend that student it, you know i i remember i had situations like this and of course, in the end it was all under control, and uh, the module went extremely well. But of course, this makes me think, what if we use artificial intelligence here? What if AI can facilitate and monitor the discussion? What if AI can actually control you know um, you know control the the discussion or maybe not allow anyone to interrupt um, someone else who's already talking and so on? To me as a teacher who, let's say, sometimes I like to teach online, that would be really, really helpful. So according to the UNESCO report, AI-driven, um, you know, AI-driven tools or AI tools can be used when it comes to online forums or online meetings. Uh, so this caught my attention. I mean, this is, um, I believe this is a very, very useful tool. Um, something else that caught my attention is AI-powered teaching assistant. I remember there was a time where we were desperate, you know, like universities were desperate to always look for teaching assistants and they want to find teaching assistants who can maybe cover seminars or maybe lecture classes. And, you know, those professors who hired them can use their time to maybe do the extra work or maybe work on uh, more research papers or publish more research or apply for a grant and so on so that's one of the so many reasons why uh, professors they need to hire teaching assistants in universities so teaching assistants are important but according to this unesco report what if there was an ai powered teaching assistant um honestly when it comes to cost, this will um, save the university, any, any university in the world, this will save them so much money, especially if we have a really, really powerful artificial intelligence software that can do teaching assistant jobs. But of course, I also feel bad for teaching assistant because I remember at one point in time, I, this was 2018, I believe, um, I wasn't working as a teaching assistant. I remember I was working as a research assistant, and I remember like I really needed the money at that time when I was working as a research assistant, and I was happy to to do the job to do the research analysis and I made a little bit of money. it wasn't that much, but it, it kind of helped you know and and it was it was okay um but yeah, it was also you know good experience. So, but when it comes to teaching assistants, of course, here we are talking about PhD students or even master degree students, because you will definitely find those PhD students or master degree, they want to get some experience so that when they graduate, they can easily find an academic job. So what do we do? Hire them as a teaching assistant. That's perfect. That, that's amazing. But yeah, what happens if we have more AI powered teaching assistants? Then we don't need to hire any more teaching assistants. Of course, that's going to be cost effective. We can reduce um the amount of money we spend and we can use it, we can spend it on something else. Um, but yeah, of course, you know, I I feel I will feel bad for you know people who are looking for uh especially PhD students who are looking for jobs in order to increase their experience, you know, like looking for a teaching assistant job. Um I am you know i am with using more ai powered teaching assistant also for another reason and this is something that if you ask i'm not i'm not going to say every single lecturer every single professor or associate professor or assistant professor and so on but if you ask you know teachers in universities nowadays and you ask them do you enjoy grading do you enjoy marking papers do you really enjoy sitting and and spending the holiday marking I don't know 100 to 150 students going through every single report especially when you ask students to write two to three thousand word report do you enjoy marking those papers most of them are going to say no we do not we prefer to spend you know the time you know instead of spending the time marking papers I would be happy to spend the time maybe writing a new research article analyzing new data to publish um, a new paper, something related to entrepreneurship or innovation and so on. So you'll find a lot of them will say something like that. Maybe some of them will just want to take some time off and, and enjoy their time and relax. So using AI in this sense to grade and mark those 100 to 150 students, that would be amazing. And let me tell you, um, I don't know if uh, there are teachers listening to this, but for me, as a teacher myself, as an educator, for me, this will be so so relieving. Like it, I will feel so happy if we have an AI-powered teaching assistant that can mark and grade those hundreds of students. I would feel so much better, and and hopefully we we will get to see those kind of tools um in the near future, unless they are, you know, some universities are already using it, then good for them. It's amazing. But anyway, this is a UNESCO report. You can Google it. You can go through it. Um, It's a very interesting report, and I recommend you, um, you know, I, I recommend you to read this report. Now, These are some of the um, facts and information that I just wanted to um, present to you before I get to the second segment of this podcast. So yes, to conclude the first segment, AI, one more time, is definitely infiltrating the education world. And teachers, they have two choices. They either adapt to it or they resist it. But here's the thing. If teachers or universities or schools choose to resist artificial intelligence, that's okay, no problem, but they are going to have to offer something better than these AI softwares. Or they are going to have to justify and explain why it is it, why is it a good idea to get rid of those AI softwares and maybe use more traditional methods. So, we will have to wait and see. I mean it really depends on the university it depends on schools it depends on the management team you know goals and ambitions so there are so many factors that will um that will um you know make teachers either support the idea of using AI in education or resist it and um you know recommend alternative approaches now on this second segment I'm going to reflect on you know an article that i found very very interesting and this article is published by the guardian the guardian newspaper and the title of this article is the following lecturers urged to review assessments in uk amid concerns over new ai tool this is very interesting and the reason why this article was published because it was uh, because this article talks about Chad Gbt and how it is capable of producing high quality reports with you know with 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 minimal efforts. So this article is very interesting. I highly recommend you to read the full article. just google for um uh, the Guardian newspaper and you will definitely uh, find that article over there so I'm just going to read the first paragraph of this article, and then, um, as I said, if you want to read it, feel free to read it in your own free time. So, lecturers at UK, according to the article, according to The Guardian, lecturers at UK universities have urged to review the way in which their courses are assessed amid concerns that students are already using a potent new AI tool capable of producing high-quality essays with minimal human input um this is referring to chat and i mean i do here's the thing as an educator i do think it's time to review assessments anyway whether there is chat or no chat where whether we are using more and more ai in education or not i think it's about time we talk about how we assess students nowadays it's about time we talk about it and it's about time to change that because to be honest for me like i am tired of seeing exams and report and essays and not because it has something to do with marking i mean honestly you know i'm i'm not complaining when it comes to marking but as i said i of course i prefer to use more ai to you know an AI, a powerful ai tool to do the marking but if that if that still you know doesn't exist then no problem i'll continue to mark but It's about time we talk about how we assess students um in university, especially in universities. I'm not talking about school in this case. So in universities, I see a lot of universities, not just in the UK, even in the world nowadays, they are using more, they are still using exams. They are still asking students, oh, write, you know, a thousand word, two thousand word report. Um, here's the thing. When it comes to exams, I think we should Finally, get rid of something called exams, forever and ever, and just wave our hand goodbye to it and never see it again. So I don't think exams is beneficial to students, to university students nowadays. But when it comes to reports and essays, um, here's the thing: I don't mind we keep reports, but with technologies such as ChatGPT. Here's what's gonna happen. Well, most probably students are going to be using ChatGBT in order to write their reports. And I mean, sure, they can go ahead and do this. But I think teachers, what they should be doing, or or program leaders, what they should be doing is the following. I think we should keep report writing, but students they will have to provide more evidence, more facts more references to valid and reliable research articles that can justify, explain their viewpoints even in more in, in depth and in more details. If we start asking students this, then I think this should solve the problem of the, you know of, of students using chat GBT when it comes to writing reports. So someone, or sorry, let's say you ask your students uh, maybe you have, I don't know, 25 to 30 students in your classroom and you ask them to write a 2000 word report. Great. Let's pretend they all use ChatGBT. What's going to happen is that you got to tell them, wait a second, I know you're going to use ChatGBT and that's fine, but you need to start using more references. That will definitely solve the problem of um, basically teachers fearing ChatGBT nowadays. Now, when it comes to reviewing assessments, I also think we should increase the use of project-based assessments. Now, here's the thing. ChatGPT or or any other similar software cannot think outside the box. It is not a human being. It cannot think outside the box. It cannot think in an innovative way. It cannot invent the new ideas and so on. It, you know, like this is something that human beings do. So, this is something that so far AI does not do. So I think with project based assessment students can showcase their talents, can showcase their you know th- their skills, their abilities, they they can think outside the box. I mean, one of the one of the things that I really would love to see one day is that I would love to see all students from all majors from all programs instead of entering a classrooms and by the way, let me, let me tell you something about classrooms. Why why do classrooms nowadays look like classrooms for, from, I, I don't know, 30 years or 50 years ago? I, I don't get it. it, it the, the structure is still almost the same. And sometimes I think, wait a second, we need to do a change here. So what if students one day, they enter this huge space? It's not a classroom. There are sofas, there are table, foosball, table tennis, whatever, you know, um, and so on. Coffee machines. In this huge space, there, are, there will be a lot of equipments, tools, machines, 3D printers, experimental spaces where students can test new hardwares or test new softwares, or maybe even test a new virtual reality software. They want to test it on other people. And they want to get their reaction or their feedback so they can improve their design or their software. What if students can walk into this huge space and they see all of this? I mean, here's the thing: students they will love they will fall in love with innovation from the first second. they will fall in love with education they are going to fall in love with universities they will want to always showcase the best of their ability and they want to showcase the, like, like everything they have and they want to prove to their teachers that they can actually innovate and they can actually create something you know, out of this world, something completely new. This is something that an AI cannot do. Even if we start using more and more AI in education, that is something an AI still cannot do. Maybe one day it's going to be doing that, but it still cannot do this. So one more time, imagine the students walk into this kind of, you know, I don't want to call it the classroom. I just want to call it the space or or maybe we can call it a mini incubator. So imagine a student walks into this mini incubator, mini space. They see all these tools, all these machines, all these tools that can help the students to do one thing. And that is to, and that is basically to start their project and invent maybe a new technology, design a new technology, create something very impressive, something, you know, disruptive. Because I don't want to see students keep thinking about things, you know, in an incremental fashion. I really hope one day we start seeing, you know, students, they become, you know, they become, you know, like, like, like Tony Stark. They, they want to invent something. They want to create something new. They want to push the world forward. They do not want to wait until 2070 something in order to finally see all this technology. No, no, no. They want this technology right now. There is no point in waiting anymore. We have so much technology that can help us to create unimaginable things. And we should not be waiting anymore. And that's why I 100% believe in students nowadays, especially the younger generations. I do believe they can create magnificent things. I do believe they can create beautiful things, the most wonderful things. But we need to support them. We need to give them all the equipment, all the machines, all the tools that they need to finally create something that can push our world forward into progress, into even utopia. I don't, you know, this is not difficult. We have the ability to do something like that. And it starts by changing our classrooms and making it more technological make classrooms more interactive and so on so going back to my main point project based assessments could be the best solution for um you know students who are planning to use more chat in their um in, you know in their assessments or, or or sorry in in their classrooms or maybe when they are working or studying and so on so project based assessment will definitely allow the student to innovate to invent to even use chat gbt as a personal assistant in order to help that student invent or create this new technology or software or hardware that would be amazing to see so this is my um reaction to um this um, article that was published by the guardian so going to the next segment now the next segment should be interesting Before I started this podcast episode, I asked ChatGBT five questions about the impact of AI on the future of education. In case you don't know, ChatGBT is... uh, And by the way, this definition is according to ChatGBT because I did ask ChatGBT to define itself. And ChatGBT, sorry, it said... You see what I did there? I said she said, but... Sorry, I need to start calling uh, AI It Said, so not to confuse it with a human being. So I am ChadGBT, that's, that's how it defines itself. I am ChadGBT, a large language model developed by OpenAI. So the company is called OpenAI. I am trained on a massive amount of text data, and I'm able to generate human-like text based on the input I receive, my main function is to assist users in generating human-like text based on the input provided. I can be used for a variety of tasks such as answering questions, writing stories, summarizing text and much more. My knowledge cutoff is 2021 which means the information I provide is based on the data I was trained on until that date. So that's how Chad GBT defined itself and that is basically it's 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 a straightforward answer and it's actually a good answer so that's the definition of chat now going back to my reflection on chat gbt's answer regarding the impact of ai on the future of education the first question that i asked chad GBT is can you please define artificial intelligence in education when i asked this question i thought probably is going to be a very general just a general answer because you know i mean it cannot really give me a very specific answer but guess what that's exactly what it did it gave me a really specific answer and i'm i'm shocked basically to even see this kind of answer chat gbt here it said artificial intelligence in education refers to the use of AI technologies to enhance and augment the learning experience for students. So this can include things like intelligent tutoring, tutoring systems, personalized learning platforms, and adaptive assessments which use data and machine learning algorithms to adapt to the needs and abilities of individual students. Now, my reflection to this answer, and of course the answer goes on and on, but I think that should be good enough for the first question, but I'm going to focus on the first sentence. Artificial intelligence in education, this is the answer by Chad GBT. AI in education refers to the use of AI technologies to enhance and augment the learning experience for students. Now, for me as an educator, I do agree with this. And the reason why is this. Sometimes when I'm teaching students in my class, sometimes I wish I could just simply, you know, just I I wish I have some yeah you know, I wish I have like an assistant who can, you know, extract information, look out for look for information, prepare maybe uh, a short video reel that summarizes maybe the definition of entrepreneurship maybe in thirty seconds or something, um or or, or maybe you know, an assistant that can help me to um, explain something in a better way and so on and so on. Sometimes I wish I can have that. But, you know, because I am one person teaching a lot of students, uh, sometimes it can be a challenge. So having an AI assistant is definitely, definitely helpful. So if I have an AI assistant that can, let's say, prepare a 30-second video for me that could summarize everything that I have said, in the, in the last half an hour and then show it to my students so they can remember everything I, I, I said, that would be amazing. So if I have this kind of assistant, this will definitely improve the learning experience of students. And of course, there are so, so many different ways, but I'm going to talk more about it um, later because I did ask Chad GBT more questions. Question number two, what tasks will artificial intelligence replace in education? So I thought. Okay since we are going to see more AI in especially in universities it's probably going to replace a lot of tasks a lot of tedious tasks repetitive tasks because usually that's what automation is for and it gave me a really good answer so it says here so that's the that's the answer provided by ChatGPT so it said the following I have to keep remembering saying it it said the following artificial intelligence has the potential to replace a wide range of tasks in the education system including five different things so including administrative tasks tutoring and feedback personalized learning content creation and finally evaluation and assessment now administrative task is something that many professors or I would say, I wouldn't say professors, I would say mainly lecturers or assistant professors. Um, many of them they cannot escape. So they cannot really escape administrative tasks. And sometimes we wish we can escape administrative tasks, but unfortunately we cannot. So here, Chat said that AI can replace a wide range of tasks, including administrative tasks. Now I do agree with this. So, according to ChatGBT, it said AI can automate many admin tasks such as student registration, attendance tracking, and grade calculation. So, AI can definitely be used in admin tasks. The second thing that ChatGBT said for my question, so just to remind you of my questions, one more of my question, the second question, one more time what tasks will AI replace in education? So ChatGPT said tutoring and feedback. Now this worries me a little bit because especially the word tutoring. I'm like, wait a second. What do you mean tutoring? Tutoring because some people when they hear the word tutoring, they immediately think, "Oh, any kind of teaching task." That's not true. Tutoring is more like a personalized type of teaching task. So that's usually what tutoring means. Lecturing is mainly You know, teachers who go to a one hour or maybe 50 minutes classroom class and maybe deliver a talk about a new topic, the new weekly topic and so on. Um, But yeah, it says AI Power Tutor. And I know there is something called Intelligent Tutoring System that some universities are using nowadays in order to, like what Chad GBT said, in order to provide personalized feedback and give support to students. Here's the thing. The word tutoring does worry me because sometimes I think, okay, there are, you know, sometimes there are apprentices who are working in companies and they study at the same time. And what they do is that sometimes they need personal tutoring. And of course, if we are using AI, sometimes an AI will make mistakes and will not be aware of that student progress. So a human being would be more aware. In that's more aware of that student or that apprentice progress because um when it comes to ai sometimes it can be a bit biased cuz you know an ai sometimes doesn't act according to values or principles or you know or could, or maybe it could be based on beliefs or anything like that uh but when it comes to human being there's emotions there's compassion there's understanding um there's no like a cold hearted tutoring you know, or anything like that. So there is more understanding. Maybe a student did not, do, wasn't doing well. Maybe a student wasn't attending and so on. So this is where the personal tutor will start asking questions and will start to understand the situation and so on. But AI are getting better and they are, you know, they are becoming more powerful. So it wouldn't surprise me that maybe one day um ai is going to uh, ai is going to replace tutors but not lecturers or professors the third answer that an ai um uh, you know the third answer that ai gave you know for my question is personalized learning now here's the thing when it comes to personalized learning i remember and this is related to a, a similar example that i gave at the beginning of this podcast I remember very, very well. I was teaching probably around, I would say, 120 students, 130 students. And it was uh, a class, uh, I think something related to information system. And of course, I mean... I don't, I mean, I interact with those hundred and something students during the lecture, but in seminars, you know, like we are split into seminar groups and I go to every seminar group class and I interact with the students. But even inside seminar groups, you know, I have like maybe 35 or, or 40 students or sometimes 20 students. It really depends. And I have no issues with that. I mean, to me, it's it's an easy job. It's it's not difficult. But Sometimes I cannot really give a personalized feedback or personalized learning to every single student because you know some students they ask a more customized specific question uh some students they will want to know more about this hardware, some students will want to know more about the definition of information system, some students will want to know about like what do you think about the future of smart cities and are they going to be good or bad for human beings uh do you recommend smart cities or not like Every single student will ask specific questions about the assignment, about the content of the class, and so on and so on. So, you know, sometimes it can be a bit challenging to provide a personalized feedback or learning to each student. So if there is something like an AI-powered learning software, that would be amazing. So so that was the third answer that ChatGPT gave me, which is personalized learning. The fourth answer that ChatGPT said that, you know ai has the potential to replace a wide range of tasks in the education system including the fourth one content creation now it says here ai can generate new educational content such as personalized problems and exercises which can be used to supplement or replace existing materials um if i can have something like this that would be amazing and the reason why i agree here in this sense now here's the thing, I agree and disagree at the same time when it comes to content creation. So I agree that yes, if there is like an AI power tool that can maybe prepare the material or, or, or something like that. I mean, that's amazing because I don't need to spend hours and hours just preparing, let's say the slides for next week for, for a specific uh, course or module and so on. So an AI can do this for me. And then I'm going to go through the slides and see if I have anything else to add. Maybe I want to add something in addition to what the AI has created. And that's it. And this will save so much time. And I'm going to go to the class and start teaching students. But here's the problem. My problem, and this is the part where I, at me as an educator, I will disagree with Chad GBT, is... ChatGPT, when it defines itself, its cutoff knowledge is two thousand twenty-one. Sometimes I want to provide the latest, latest knowledge to students. So sometimes I will find a research article from maybe two thousand twenty-two. Could maybe it was published in in um, September two thousand twenty-two or, or maybe July two thousand twenty-two or something like that. Um, Chad GBT will not find it because its cutoff knowledge is two thousand twenty-one but that 2022 paper it it has maybe more up to date knowledge it provides something new it provides maybe a new theory new framework and so on or, or maybe a new finding so when it comes to content creation i agree that it will make teachers lives even easier but at the same time teachers should watch out and and they have to make sure that the knowledge that they are providing is always up to date. Of course, it's not an it's not a problem to use knowledge from 2018 or 17 if you couldn't find any up to date knowledge, but of course you should try your best to always provide up to date knowledge in your slides when it comes to teaching in universities. The final answer that ChatGPT gave me for this question is evaluation and assessment. As I previously said, if ChatGPT can mark and grade my papers let's say the papers that uh, let's say i'm marking for students that would be amazing um it maybe can act as an assistant it doesn't have to grade every single paper um or maybe sometimes teachers can use chat to grade papers and then see chat gbt's feedback and and the grade and the mark and maybe they can have a different opinion so i don't know to be honest i have never used Chat GBT to mark anything or grade anything. I don't know if it's if it works. Um, but it would be very interesting if if teachers can start using Chat GPT to mark maybe quizzes or something like that. Um, like maybe short, you know, short um in-class tests or something like that. Um, even though I'm against exams, but I don't mind we have maybe a short multiple choice test or something, you know, in the class. But here, ChatGPT, it says, AI can be used to automatically grade essays, short answer questions, and multiple choice tests, providing instant feedback to students and teachers. Now, here also, ChatGPT, it said, it is important to note that AI will not replace the role of teachers, but will assist them in tasks such as providing feedback, creating personalized learning plans and personalizing the learning experience for each student i agree i think chat will definitely act uh, will definitely act as a personal assistant to teachers um now question three i asked chat can you list the benefits of artificial intelligence for students so here i started thinking okay we universities starts to use ChadGBT. Amazing. That's great. So what are the benefits? ChadGBT said there are several benefits of AI for students, including um, personalized learning, immediate feedback, adaptive assessment. So I'm not going to go um, through them because I've already covered this in the previous point. Uh, now, this is interesting. Increased engagement. Here, ChatGPT it says, AI-powered systems can increase students' engagement by providing interactive and personalized experience. Yes, as I said, AI, you know, AI system can definitely provide um, personalized learning experience, 100%. Um, when it comes to increased engagement, I'm not really sure I agree with ChadGBT here. Um, as an educator, I think, when it comes to engaging with students in the classroom, we still need the human engagement, the human connection, the human touch. We cannot rely on computer system or AI system, you know, to engage with students. I, I will talk about this in the next point, um, because I will propose uh, a new teaching style uh, that maybe can benefit a lot of teachers nowadays in universities. So GPT also said one of the benefits for students is improved efficiency. So here it says AI can help teachers and schools be more efficient by automating administrative tasks, uh, such as grade calculation, providing real-time data and insights about student performance. Now, this is also similar to the previous point that ChadGBT, uh, uh, sorry, this is similar to ChadGBT's previous answer that was uh, for question number two. Um, Actually, a very interesting point that it says here, that that, that ChadGBT said, now, this is also something that I disagree with Chad GBT, um answer. So, it says here, increase motivation. So, apparently, ChatGPT thinks that there are several benefits of AI for students, and one of them is increased motivation. Now, when I, f- when I read this the first time, I was like, well, what do you mean, increased motivation? I mean, can maybe ChatGPT one day become... Like an inspirational speaker, and it's going to start uh, saying stuff like, uh, you know, you need to do better and and you can do it, and, and so on and so on. Like, I don't know. I don't know if chat GBT one day can do something like that. I mean, now I'm laughing, but the thing is, in these days, you never know. You might have an AI that can do this one day. So, according to chat GBT, regarding the increased motivation, it says here, AI-powered system can provide students with a more engaging and interactive experience, which can increase their motivation to learn. Um, this is also related to the my proposed method that I'm going to talk about later. And I do not think we need um, AI-powered system to increase students' motivation. I think we still need teacher as a human being, basically, as, as the human being, the teacher that has the role to increase students motivation um a point that i agree with chat gbt here is 24 7 availability of course here it says ai so chat gbt said ai powered systems are available 24 7 and can provide assistance to students at any time which can be especially beneficial for students who have difficulty learning in in a traditional classroom setting, or during regular school hours. I 100% agree on this. I mean, I agree with this one. Um, But here's the thing. I mean, when you try to Google for something, it's always available 24-7. I mean, you can wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and you can search for a piece of information, and it's just going to give it to you. Because it's Google, you know, it, it it's a, it's a computer system. It doesn't sleep. But here it says... AI-powered systems are available 24-7 and can provide assistance to students at any time. Now, teachers in universities, most of the time, usually, they work from... It really depends. But most of them, they work from 9 to 5, or maybe 9 to 4.30, depends on their contract hours. After 5 o'clock, teachers are, you know, sometimes they just disconnect. They put an automatic email that says, look, I'm out of the office. I'm not available, but I'll respond to your email as soon as I return tomorrow. So some of them, they do this. I mean, I sometimes do this. It really depends on my, on my workload. It really depends if I'm busy um, working on other stuff related to research. Um, but when it comes to chat or when it comes to AI in education, it says here, AI-powered systems are available 24-7 and can provide assistance to students at any time. What if at eight o'clock at night a student has maybe a very, very important question about the assignment? And in this case, the teacher was out of the office, and maybe the submission date, the deadline of the assignment is the next day. And the student is like, Oh, you know what? I you know, I really want to email the teacher, but the teacher is out of the office. I don't know what to do. So what what's gonna happen here? Student is going to start emailing or or contacting his his or her friends and Please help me, I, I can you help me to answer this question and so on Now in this case, having an AI powered system is hundred percent useful, and this is why I agree. I, I support ChadGBT Point when it said that AI powered systems are available twenty four seven and can provide assistance to students at any time, and this is one of the benefits uh, one of the benefits of artificial intelligence for students. So I 100% support this point. I think it will uh, allow teachers to work only until 5 o'clock. And after 5 o'clock, they can relax, disconnect, or maybe work on their research papers and so on. So we do need an AI-powered system in this case. Now, question number four. If more schools and universities use AI, how will this change teachers' role in the classroom? Will teachers start applying different teaching practices? Some people think teachers role like the role of the teachers is simply just to mark, teach, um, do some admin tasks, provide some feedback, and that's it. The role of the teacher is way much more and complicated than this. Especially if we're talking about teachers in universities. Teachers in universities, they don't just teach, they teach, they do admin tasks they mark papers, they do research, they try to win a research grant from a governmental organization or, or anything like that. So they are busy doing a lot, a lot, a lot of things. So it is much more than this. But when it comes to teaching, teaching in universities is different. You know, teaching in university is, is different than teaching at school. In university, it's preparing the student, you know, for, for after graduation, for that career, for life, you know, for um making sure the student will be able to stand up on his or her own two feet and they will be able to think outside the box they will be able to think innovatively they will be able to create things teachers will want to i mean of course here i'm referring mainly to entrepreneurship innovation computer science courses and, and modules and programs um but of course i mean when it comes to teachers who are teaching history or english literature or Languages. I mean, we don't expect students to create a new language. I mean, that would be, I mean, that that would be that would be awesome. Basically, it, it would be a nice thing to 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 see. But of course, when it comes to practical subjects such as innovation, entrepreneurship, strategy, uh, even marketing. I mean, business studies, uh, computer science, computer science with AI, networking system, engineering. Like these are very practical. Programs and and subjects and courses and and that's why teachers you know they have to um be more interactive in in their teaching style. Now I did ask Chad gbt if more schools and universities use AI, how will this change teachers' role in the classroom? And if you know, will start sorry will will teachers start applying different teaching practices? Now Chad gbt it gave me some kind of a long answer, but I'm going to just. Highlight and talk about just the the answers that caught my attention. In the first paragraph, Chad GBT said, "If more schools and universities start using AI or artificial intelligence in the classroom, it is likely that the role of teachers will change. Rather than being solely responsible for delivering instructions and providing feedback, teachers will likely take on more of a facilitator role, using AI to personalize." the learning experience for each student. Now this is a brilliant answer by ChatGPT. Now here's the thing. If you ask anyone especially you know especially students who are studying entrepreneurship or maybe who are studying innovation computer science uh, courses and so on. Now if you ask these students if you ask them do you prefer traditional teaching? In other words, do you prefer the teacher goes into the classroom, reads from the slides, talks about some theories, talks about the philosophy of this and the philosophy of that and the theory of this and the theory of that and what is an entrepreneurial personality and and what do we mean by innovation and so on and so on. Like, do you like this teaching method? Does this benefit you? Some of them might say yes, but I guarantee a lot of them will also say no. They want something more practical because when they look at these kind of subjects, engineering, computer science, entrepreneurship, innovation, they do not just want to know the basic knowledge, but they want to know the basic knowledge and then have the chance to apply them practically. So that's why teachers will become more of a facilitator when more artificial intelligence is being used in the classroom. Now, do you remember what I previously said? I said, I have a proposal. For teachers in universities a proposal basically for a teaching method that they can use in order to improve their performance as teachers and in order to basically balance between teaching and interacting with students and balance it with students using chat gbt or any AI software to um uh, maybe write reports or 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 do something you know in in the classroom, I think what of the one of the methods that i'm proposing is something called mentorship based learning now mentorship based learning is a teaching method that i published about uh recently it it was published in august and if you go to my twitter social media uh platform to, to my twitter page uh rise event uh, twitter page uh you will find that publication is there so i rec- i highly recommend you to Go to my twitter page and read my research publication about mentorship-based learning now i am proposing this method to teachers who are teaching entrepreneurship entrepreneurship subjects or innovation subjects to students in universities and the reason why i'm proposing this method is because if students will start using ai to learn about the subject to learn about a certain topic then what's the role of teacher? The role of teacher, according to ChadGBT, is going to be more facilitator. However, for me, I agree with this, but I would like to add something else to ChadGBT answer, and that is, as I said, the mentorship-based learning. The mentorship-based learning will allow teachers to be a facilitator, will allow teachers to question students' thoughts about, uh, let's say, topics related to entrepreneurship or innovation, will allow teachers to interact with students, because interactivity is only a small part of the mentorship-based learning, will allow students to develop personality as well, because maybe some students, they have a different view of entrepreneurship as a career, and, and maybe the idea of uh, taking calculative risk, they see it as a bad move, but in reality, in entrepreneurship, there's always risk in almost every decision that someone takes. This is the mentorship-based learning, you know, it, it provides more information about the entrepreneurship career or, or any kind of career, it helps teachers to act more as facilitators. It helps students to it helps teachers to develop students' personality, to prepare them for the world of entrepreneurship, and finally, it helps uh, teachers to deliver even basic information about entrepreneurship or innovation. Now, I'm not saying we should totally eliminate traditional teaching. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying while you are teaching about basic stuff in entrepreneurship, maybe about entrepreneurial personality, I want you to also interact with students and give them examples and maybe they will start discussing some things with you about the entrepreneurial personality and and you will have to respond to them in a way that you are questioning their thoughts. Because the main difference between mentorship-based learning, the method that I published about, the main difference between mentorship-based learning and traditional teaching by itself is that traditional teaching transmits knowledge, while mentorship-based learning constructs knowledge in students' mindset. So it's a big difference. It's, it's a big difference. It's, it's, like a, it's like the difference between a day and night. When you construct information in students' mind, it is much more effective. And it will be, it, it, you can guarantee that that information will not just be stored in, in students' mindset, but it will also be built and it will be combined with their own beliefs about, let's say, the subject like entrepreneurship or innovation. And they will have basically the opportunity to make up their mind about this kind of career, which is an entrepreneurial career. So mentorship-based learning will allow you to be more interactive, more of a facilitator question students' thoughts about let's say entrepreneurship or innovation. And you will also give a chance to students to make up their own mind. I mean, we as teachers, we do not want to brainwash students with you know with any kind of uh, topic. We always want them to make up their own mind about their careers. So mentorship-based learning gives students the freedom to make up their own mind if entrepreneurship is a career they wish to pursue. So but but you have to do your best to show them th- the real picture of entrepreneurship. And that starts by applying mentorship-based learning. So if you wanna read more about this method that I published about, I suggest you go to my Twitter page, Rise to Invent or Rise Event, and read more about my publication about mentorship-based learning in entrepreneurship education. Another answer that Chad GBT gave me for this question when I asked it if um, more schools and universities uses AI, how will this change teachers role? I've already answered that, Teachers, they should start acting as mentors, and they should be more of me- more like mentors, more than just a teacher, because that will solve the issue of uh, teachers fearing that students one day will start using ChatGPT to write reports or maybe to learn about certain subjects and so on. Another answer that ChatGPT gave me is, it says here with the help of AI, Teachers will also have access to real-time data and insights about students' performance. I mean, yeah, sure. For me, as an educator, this is very, very helpful. It will definitely allow me to to understand my students on a deeper level when it comes to their performance, if they do understand what I'm saying in the class or not. So, yeah, it will definitely be helpful. Another thing that GBT said here, of course, the answer was... You know, there was more details, basically, but I'm just highlighting and talking about just the main main stuff that caught my attention. Finally, it says here uh, what, what Chad GBT said, overall, AI will not replace the role of teachers. So it's saying this one more time, but rather it will assist them in tasks such as providing feedback, creating personalized learning plans, and personalizing the learning experience for each student. So yeah, I do agree that AI can definitely make teaching more effective, it can make teaching more interactive, it can allow teachers to use more mentorship practices that can build students' mindsets and prepare them for the world of entrepreneurship or for the world of engineering or, or maybe any career that they wish to pursue. The final question that I asked ChatGBT is this, can you list any negative impact artificial intelligence will have on education now i thought hmm you know what this was a challenging question because can chat be also honest with me about the negative impact of ai in education and here's the thing it wasn't being biased at all it gave me a direct and straightforward answer and it gave me some kind of a list so according to chat it says, the, so ChatGPT said the following, while AI has the potential to bring many benefits to education, there are also some potential negative impact to consider. Some of the negative impact of AI on, edu- on education include job displacement. Yeah, I mean, this will definitely happen. And here it says, so ChadGPT, it said, the increased use of AI in education could lead to a job displacement for certain types of educators. That might be scary for certain types of educators, such as teaching assistants or tutors, as their tasks are automated by AI system. Eventually, that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, As I previously said, I do feel bad for teaching assistants and research assistants, um, but this is the world that we're living in nowadays. There's more investment in artificial intelligence. I mean, if you want to see how much countries are investing in ai i suggest you go to that artificial intelligence index report that is published by stanford university it's a 2022 report so i suggest you you google for that report and you read more about ai uh, investment in ai so job displacement so this will definitely replace teaching assistant job i 100% agree with Chad gpt on this the second point is privacy concerns um to be honest I don't have a very specific opinion about this, but ChadGBT said the use of AI in education raises concerns about the collection, storage, and use of student data. This data can be used to personalize learning experiences, but it can also be vulnerable to breaches and misuse. I mean, of course, with with the rise of artificial intelligence in education, yeah, sure, I I agree. I, I do agree that sometimes there are hackers who will steal students' information. But of course, that doesn't mean that this is going to happen. I mean, yeah, maybe it might happen one day to a university. You never know. Or maybe it already happened to a university or a school. But I think the best thing to do is to invest in security system in order to prevent something like this from happening. So I don't think this will be a major, major concern. Um, Another. So here, ChadGBT listed six different negative impact of AI in education. So the third negative impact it said is limited personal interaction. AI-powered systems can provide personalized and immediate feedback to students, but but they can lack the personal touch of a human teacher or tutor. Now this is extremely important, and this is why ChatGBT is actually proving what I'm saying, that mentorship-based learning is the solution. For universities investing and in using more AI in classrooms and in, in, their, in their facilities. The more university uses AI, the more teachers should use mentorship practices in their classroom. Because, as GPT said, it can lack the personal touch of a human teacher or tutor. I mean, when it comes to teaching, I mean, here's the thing. I'll, I'll give you an example. When I was teaching online, and this was during the uh, you know this this was during the lockdowns, when I was teaching online, like I'm a human being, I was teaching students, and and it worked well. It, it was fine, and to be honest with you, I realized the power of online education during the um, lockdown, and I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. I never knew you can actually teach online almost the same as if you're teaching face almost the same as if you're teaching face to face, but. Even though I was teaching online, students still didn't basically feel this um personal communication this human communication with me, even though i I was online and most of the time I open my camera and and they can see me and you know when I talk to them but still, when you teach someone face to face offline on campus in the class, it's totally different so especially when you have a classroom that that The classroom is designed to help students to invent new technologies rather than just sit and listen. I hope one day we see classrooms turn into mini-incubators that can actually and literally help students to invent new technologies. I do not want to see students, they just sit and listen and that's it. I want students to do more than that because I, for me as an educator, I 100% believe in students especially the younger generation ability and and what they're capable of. I know they can make this world a better place and and that's why we need to invest in more design technology, computer technology that can help them to design the next technology or even invent the next technology or software or hardware. So yes, so we need the personal communication, the personal touch of a human teacher or tutor. So yeah, I do agree with ChadGBT. Number four is bias. Number five, lack of creativity. Now, this is really, really interesting. Now, it says here, and this is what ChatGPT said, it said, AI-powered systems can provide personalized and adaptive learning experiences for students, but they may not be able to foster creativity and critical thinking skills in the same way that a human teacher can. So, you see what I mean. That's why the more teachers use mentorship-based learning, I think the more creative students will be, and, and you know, the better they will be in, in their critical thinking, and, and they can definitely improve their innovative thinking skills or outside outside of the box thinking skills. So mentorship-based learning can definitely solve this issue. So here, ChatGPT, it's saying that AI-powered system cannot really help students to be creative. That's why. Teachers, they must use their human touch, the human communication, the human interaction with the students, be more, be more like mentors, and basically show students the way how to invent new technology and inspire them and motivate them and tell them that they believe in them and they can actually create this new type of software technology that can maybe even change the world or at least change the industry. So this is the role of teachers as mentors. This is not the role of an AI powered system. Finally, ChadGBT said this. Dependence on technology. Now, I don't agree with ChadGBT on this point. So here, ChadGBT said increased use of AI in education can lead to a dependence on technology, which can be problematic if the technology is not available or malfunctions. Um, on a second, on a second thought. I agree and disagree at the same time. The reason why I'm saying this is that, of course, it's bad to see teachers and, and, and staff and students. They depend on AI all the time to just do everything. That means what's the role of teachers? What's the role of a student? But I do agree with Chad GBT when it said, it can be problematic if the technology is not available or man- malfunctions. I mean, this is good. But what if this AI powered system breaks down? What if the student cannot email me because let's say for example I finished my you know my work for the day and what if the student cannot you know ask his or her question about the assignment to to you know to this AI powered system? What if the student cannot do that? So this is the problem where sometimes too much dependency on technology can be problematic. And um this is why I, I, I think teachers, of course, you know, like maybe, for example, after five o'clock, teachers might not be available because they finished their job for the day. Um, but sometimes, of course, I mean, if, if students, they have like important questions or very urgent requests or question, of course, they should always feel free to email teachers um, if it's uh, urgent and, and teachers should respond to them. Um, so these are the five questions that I asked ChatGBT. About the impact of um, AI, ab- about how AI, sorry, will impact the future of education. And my overall impression is that ChadGBT gave really good answers. I did agree and disagree with Chad GBT, um, Just like I agree and disagree with other, you know, just like I agree and disagree with other people. But the answers that it gave me, that it does make sense. But here's the thing: the most thing that I'm looking forward to when it comes to AI powered systems being used in education is when it comes to marking if we can you know for us as teachers if we can get rid of admin admin tasks and we can let um AI powered system do that, it will save us so much time and it will allow us to maybe do other things like maybe you know sit down with students, uh, mentor them, talk to them, just conversate with them. Uh, Maybe we can work on even uh, new research papers, research articles. We can spend more time applying for grants or or even catching up with even friends or family members, you know. Uh, Social life is also very important. So I do think AI in education has a lot of benefits and i do think it has benefits more than negatives i mean there is nothing perfect you know everything there's always the the pros and cons and everything but i do think the pros are way more than the cons when it comes to using artificial intelligence in education so talking about artificial intelligence in education and seeing how ai can um, really change the face of education and AI-powered systems are a game changer but seeing all of this happening I know a lot of teachers out there they are scared of ChatGBT or other AI-powered systems I know they are thinking maybe this will replace us maybe robots will walk into classrooms will start teaching students and what are we going to do as teachers then? I know this might be concerning to some people, especially to teachers in universities and schools, but I have a different opinion about this. I don't think teachers should fear ChaGBT. I do not think teachers should fear AI-powered systems. And the reason why I'm saying this is because if teachers they start to interact more with their students in the classroom, if teachers change their assessments from exams into project based assessments if teachers can use report based assessments but they start asking their students to provide more justification and evidence from peer reviewed research if teachers they become more like mentors and they start using mentorship practices trust me this will definitely solve the, the, the issue which is basically you know teachers fear ChadGbt. If teachers do these four or five things that I just mentioned, then even if they find out students are using ChadGbt, so what? Because when teachers start requesting uh, students to create new technology, design a new technology, at least just the, like the user interface of, of an app or, or something that's only if you're teaching computer science. If teachers start you know, putting this goal in their mind, and they start to think, you know what? I would like to see my own students become like Tony Stark in Iron Man. Not necessarily like in an Iron Man suit, but teachers should always have this one goal how can I make my students more innovative? How can I make my students be very futuristic? How to show my students that I do believe in them and I, I do. Tell them that I believe in you and I know you can actually create this new technology. Teachers, they need to show more passion, inspiration, motivation. They need to mentor students. They need to show them that you're not here just to get a good grade. This thing with the whole thing with, with, oh, I'm here to get a good grade so I can graduate, so I can find a job. This is a very outdated way of thinking about education. I think even students, they should start thinking about education from a different perspective. They should look at education as, I'm here to learn. But more importantly, I'm here to use what I'm learning about for my own benefit. Maybe to find a job. I mean, yeah, sure, no problem. But also maybe I want to start my own business. Maybe I want to create new, the next big thing. Maybe I want to create a new technology a new software, a new hardware. Maybe I want to create a new, I don't know, a new theory, a new framework, something something like that. So the only way to achieve this is for teachers to be more like mentors and to inspire students and to show them that they do believe in them and they can actually make it happen. They can become the next Tony Stark. Another thing that I want to mention here, I really, I, I do believe that Classrooms nowadays can change. With the rise of technologies such as ChatGPT, classrooms not just I do believe they should change. Classrooms should and must change. Classrooms should not stay the same. Should not be filled with chairs and desks and and other stuff basically that looks like it's 1975. But classrooms nowadays, it should they should you know classrooms should look like it's a big space as I previously mentioned should look like it's a big space with full of machines and technologies and 3D printers and and some technological tools and and stuff and softwares and PCs that can allow the students to be one thing to be an inventor to be the next Tony Stark to be someone who can create and push boundaries forward. In these types of classrooms, mentorship is needed. And that's why teachers, they need to be more like mentors. So I really hope that we would see classrooms become like this one day. I really hope we see classrooms become more like workshops, more like like an interactive space where students can just create the most beautiful, most magnificent things human beings have ever seen. I do believe in students and I do believe students can do way much better. And I know because I've seen this before, I've seen a lot of students and I spoke to a lot of students and, and they they taught, they show me what they are creating, they show me you know their designs, they spoke to me about their ideas and to me just just me as a teacher hearing this from my students you know makes me proud that i i finally have achieved something as a teacher and i do hope other teachers out there would achieve the same thing they would see their students become like this inventor someone who can create a new technology who can create something beautiful something amazing i really hope every teacher would achieve this feeling one day so this is just um some things that I wanted to mention about how talking about or thinking about artificial intelligence in education made me also think about these things. Because the more the more technologized, I would say, universities become, the more human and more of a mentor teachers should become with their students. Final thoughts. So here are my final thoughts. ChatGBT is a 100% truly innovative system. I mean I love it and I do encourage people to keep on using it. And I think it's a it's a wonderful tool. I mean I look at Chat GBT as how Tony Stark looked at Jarvis. Chat GBT to me is like Jarvis. It's a it's it's a personal assistant. And I think a lot of people you know they, they probably look at Chat in the same way how I look about how I look at Chat Point number two is my recommendation for teachers is to do. Please do not fear ChatGBT. Please do not fear AI-powered tools or systems or softwares, because this is the future, and this is something that we have to adapt to. I'm not saying to, I'm not saying AI will replace teachers' jobs. AI. I don't think AI can ever replace teachers' jobs. I think what's gonna happen is that AI will improve teachers' performance. That's exactly what I think is going to happen. So I don't think, you know, teachers, they should be worried about um, chat or any AI-powered system. But as I said, I think it's time to change assessments. Please remove exams. We do not need exams anymore. Exams are a waste of time. Project-based assessment is a solution. Mentoring students instead of just using traditional teaching practices is the solution having that goal in your mind that even if students using even if students uses chatgpt or any ai powered system or software it doesn't matter because students will always have to design and invent something new chatgpt cannot i mean it can help the student create something but it cannot create that thing for the student i mean sure it can write lines of codes I did try ChatGBT to write lines of codes, you know, just as a test, just to try it out. Because I did ask ChatGBT to write a code, lines of codes, for Python that allows users to control robots to cook lasagna. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why I thought about lasagna. I think I was very hungry that day. I just, I was in the mood to eat some lasagna. But, I did ask ChatGPT for, you know, to do this and it did. It wrote for me the code to control the, the lines of code that allows users to control robots to cook lasagna. That's perfect, but it's not enough. Students will have to justify, will have to explain why did they create such a system? Why did they create such an app? Was there a demand for it? Was is it based on customer demand? Is it based on data that they found? Is it based on findings, latest findings? Is it based on what exactly? Students cannot just come, you know, come to a teacher and say, Oh, hi, you know, I just created this app and it does the following. It controls robots and tells them to cook lasagna. So what? So what? That's the question. The more you ask your student why, the more they will want to justify and explain and look for evidence. to to empower and justify their ideas and design. So maybe ChatGPT can help students to think of ideas or create ideas. But even if ChatGPT, by the way, helps students to create business ideas, I mean, you can go ahead and try it by yourself. You can say, ChatGPT, create a business model canvas about an app uh, that can allow users to book uh, a taxi or something like a car or anything like that. Of course, ChatGPT probably, maybe, it's going to do it. But here's the thing, you cannot just simply copy paste it and then go to uh, a meeting, you know, with, let's say, a potential investor and say, oh, hi, this is my business model canvas. But once that investor asks you questions, you won't be able to answer anything. Why? Because you're like, oh, I copied it from chat GBT. That's the thing. Critical thinking is important. Justifying, explaining, providing evidence. Showing the design itself is very important. Explaining why did you design the app in this sense, not in that sense? Why did you add this button? Why did you add this uh, screen? Why did you add this page? These are all questions that must be answered with evidence. But you know what's the best thing about ChatGBT? Is that not only it will push teachers in universities, especially in universities, it's not going to only push teachers to use more project-based assessment. It's not going to only push teachers to be more like mentors or use mentorship-based learning. It's not only going to do that. But the best thing about it is that students will start to understand and value the meaning of credibility. Because when you ask ChatGBT to maybe write lines of codes about an app or maybe create a business model canvas, for a specific business idea, if you cannot answer investors' questions or teachers' question about why did you do it this way, why did you create it in this sense, then basically you will lose your credibility. But if you are able, if you are someone, like let's say a student or, or any individual who created the, the business plan for an idea and you were able to find evidence and information based on latest findings and data and statistics that can justify and support your idea and you answer investors' questions based on these justifications, you will gain credibility. Credibility is a very, very valuable thing. And I think the more AI is used in education, the more students and teachers will value credibility in their fields. So these are my final thoughts when it comes to the impact of artificial intelligence in education and how it will shape the future of education. I'm really excited. As an educator, I'm very, very excited about using more and more AI-based softwares and AI-based tools in, in my classrooms. I mean, I'm really, really excited. And to me personally, as an educator, it doesn't worry me that maybe one day some of my students might use ChatGBT because even if they do, I'll still be asking the same question. Justify for me. Provide evidence. Why did you do it in this sense? Why did you create the app in that sense? Based on what? Are you telling me that there are people out there? Like, did, did you find the secondary data that shows me that shows me and you that maybe someone out there will want to use your potential design for an app or anything like that? Does this data exist? No evidence, no justification to me, it means nothing. So with justification, with evidence, then basically I will be able to trust students' work and design and project and what they came up with and the ideas that they're coming up with. So to me, as an educator, it doesn't worry me that some students might start using ChatGBT. I know at the end of the day, we will will have to just get used to it. So I do not think teachers should ban ChatGBT or any kind of AI-powered system or software. I think we should welcome it. And I think it's a magnificent, excellent tool that everyone in the field of education will find it beneficial. So these are my final thoughts about the impact of AI on education. Um, if you have any questions for me or if you want to send me more comments, uh, follow me on social media, on Twitter, uh, at Rise Event. Or on Instagram at rise to invent. I'm also on TikTok. I mean, I am really trying to be more active on TikTok. I'm not very active on it. But I will do my best to be more active on TikTok as well. Uh, but I'm mainly mostly active on Instagram and Twitter. So follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Um, engage in, in my post. You can comment or you can send me private comments. Or you can comment on my post and, and, and share with me your opinion. Tell me what you think. Do you really think AI will have a positive or negative impact on education? Do you think it's going to replace teachers' jobs or tasks? Do you think it's going to empower them, like according to what UNESCO is saying? Um, tell me what you think. I'm really looking forward to reading your comments and and basically reading your comments and and also reflecting on it. So hopefully you have enjoyed this podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. And up until the next podcast.